Welcome to the No Clue Podcast, episode 153. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. And we're here with the free agency recap, uh, Olympic recap. Um, uh, that's basically it for today, but a lot of stuff is happening in free agency. A lot of teams have filled out their rosters a lot differently. Uh, the, the East is going to look a lot different than ever before. Um, the West is getting... Pretty strong. Um, what team you want to start with? You want to go team to team because I'm pretty sure every team made a move. Yeah. Okay. We could talk about like the teams that made a significant change to the roster. Well, the floor is yours. You can start with your team first. I was surprised. Uh, oh, you want to start with DC first? Yeah. D- DC did make a lot of moves, which is very surprising. Right, we talked about the first, obviously, Westbrook trade. And that was step two. I talked about, you know, being encouraged, getting depth, kind Mm -hmm. of building towards, like, being able to build a structure and, like, a culture on the team. Right. Uh, And I just think, I think all their pieces, there's no real question about how it's going to fit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird because, like, I just don't know. Watching the team last year, uh, it seems they they seem very thin once, like, any injury would happen. Right. Thomas Bryant goes out, and now Robin Lopez is matched up against starters for, like, 45 games. Yeah, and Thomas Bryant was really a backup. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Hachimura missed a lot of time. It, mm-hmm. We had no front court. Right. Man, uh, I forgot you guys even had him even <clears throat> after all these trades. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like, and now, and I'm happy to see that Beal is still a part of the team because there's so much stuff with him potentially leaving. Yep. Uh, but I like, I, I really like that they build a team that's that's not really a question how that it's going to fit around Beal. Yeah. And yep. you got a new coach on top of that c- coming mm-hmm. in. But because you brought in guys who've been around, guys who know how to play, it makes his job easier. Yeah. Yeah. Again, no. again, the Wizards this offseason so far have are finally moving like a potential contender. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna take a minute to get there, I know that. Yeah. But at least they're moving they, they look like they're moving in that direction. Yeah, yeah. They're moving to get into contention for yes. sure. In a very yep. packed Eastern Conference. Yep. So, let's talk about it. Uh, we obviously got the Westbrook for Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and um, KCP. Uh, also, you guys received Spencer Dinwiddie. And there's another one, right? Someone else you guys got? Um... I'm not sure to be honest. Dinwiddie was the big, uh, the other big pickup that, like, I knew about and cared about. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think it was, he brings? I don't know because I've never seen him be a starter. Right. And he's coming in, and it's cl- it's hard to imagine he's coming in to be a sixth man. Yeah, you guys lost Ish Smith. Exactly, and, and that's yeah. a big loss considering how well he played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 
my thing with him, to be honest, like I don't really care if he doesn't play that well. I just want him for 82 games. <laughs> right. And I think we'll be fine. And him being the primary distributor in a starting lineup will be something different for him, you know, based off the rest of his career right. thus far. But um, I think Beal has shown he can he can play facilitator on solid possessions at times. So if it comes down to that, I think you know if Unsell Junior can be creative enough to do that, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll I'm see. just happy that like I'm happy that this team has some versatility. Yeah, huge yeah. versatility now. And that's something I, like, looking back, I don't think I've been able to say that about D.C. since, like, before John Wall got there. Right. So, I'm excited. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, Let's see. What else? What's next? Where are we going next? I mean, Chicago made some big moves. Chicago made a huge move. They uh, traded for... Was it a trade? Or was Sign, it just a yes. signing? It was DeMar like a DeRozan. sign and trade for DeRozan, I believe. Right. Okay. So DeRozan not... is on the Bulls. Right. Lonzo Ball is on the Bulls. Alex Caruso is on the Bulls. Uh, yeah. And then... I think they lost Tice, or did they re-sign him? They lost Tice. Tice went to the Rockets. Yeah. I think I think Chicago gambled. I agree. I think they filled out a roster with they added some serious talent with DeRozan, obviously. Yeah. And Lonzo, I've talked about, he's like a easy fit guy. He is absolutely. Uh, so, but losing Tice, I'm kind of questioning who comes after Vucevic in the front court. Uh, they they haven't re-signed Markkanen yet either. Yeah, and he just I think requested a trade. Yeah, so and and it's been obvious that he's been miserable there. By the way, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I just I hope they finish off the off season by getting some front court depth. I think Thaddeus Young was part of that DeRozan trade. By the way, I'm not. I think you're right. I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure he was. And it's it's bad if you're losing Thaddeus Young and it's like a blow to your front court depth. <laughs> that's that's not a good look. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. And that's my thing is like DC filled out the roster and there's balance all over the place. Mm-hmm. With Chicago, a team that's just now potentially going to start winning serious games. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want a repeat of what I just watched with DC. Uh, one big man goes down, and there's no defense to be found. Well, in the, in their defense, they've tried the five big men on the roster, and it didn't work. But, obviously, different coach. right? Billy Donovan's there. We saw what he's done with depleted rosters. He's made some magic in the, you know, Western Conference with his with depleted rosters. Yeah. So, so um, it, it is going to be it's going to be different. I mean, it, they had a what three centers last year, and none of them really yes. played that well. Vucevic came; he didn't play like he did in Orlando. Tice was just you know a hack machine like he normally is. 
But but it's uh, tough. It's tough because like mid season pickups, they often go through that. Right. Of course, they do. And and I'm expecting Vucevic to come next year and be completely different than he was exactly the rest of that season. And yeah. and, and one thing that's exciting for me is Levine is going to be off ball a lot more. Yeah. I mean, you saw uh, CP arrives in Phoenix and look at Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. His efficiency's better. His like his role in the team is more defined. Yeah, and he gets to like do what he does best more. Right. I think Levine getting DeRozan will take the pressure off of Levine to like take and create difficult shots all the time. I agree. And, I agree. And and getting ball does that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now you have IQ and coming in in your backcourt. Because that's really been a big issue for them is a lot of the guys that are playing are inexperienced. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I think this just helps them out. I think the, this this chemistry wise, it's a great move. All their pickups have been great chemistry wise. I agree. I, I also think that uh, getting Lonzo lets you know their guards who are also shooters like Kobe White get some shots off the ball as well. Because a lot of times Levine. Uh, not saying he's a black hole, but once he gets his ISO in, um, Kobe White really didn't get another shot for that possession. But now we have Ball, who's an open guy finder. Uh, Kobe White could relocate, and he's he's going to get shots off yeah. of ISOs now. And, and DeRozan's a good ISO passer, too. Obviously. And that's the thing. I think Levine is already getting better as a playmaker. I think DeRozan has emerged in the last couple of years as a much better playmaker, so he's going to help him out. I think that yeah. duo could be really impressive. I do too. I do too. And um, don't forget they got the um, DeSumo in the draft as That's well. That's right. That's right. Another scoring guard who I, I think I don't think his transition to the NBA is going to be that difficult either. I think he scored on a really high level, really he's, difficult shots. Yeah, he's a good transition guy too. So, like being a backup guard, he's definitely gonna get a chance to do mm-hmm. things. Yep. And, and they he, have a good like they have a good like Charlotte. It has like too many guards, but in a bad way. Yeah. This again, all these guards can play off of one another, can play with each other, and they're all combo guards. Right. Yep. Charlotte for a while had all strict point guards, which was exactly. Bad. And then you got like three point guard lineups, or you you got like guys touching the ball too much, not enough. Mm-hmm. Chicago was getting better at that already before these moves. Yeah, yep. so, that was one uh, thing that Billy Donovan changed immediately. Exactly. I mean, that was a like immediate impact, and he and also to his defense from last year. He really didn't get an off season with these guys, right? Which is tough. Um, last year's coaching changes was tough because they basically had like three weeks to prepare for the next season. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of Charlotte, um, they lost Devonte Graham to Who picked uh, him up again. The Pelicans. Pelicans. Um, yeah, uh, and. Somehow, Sadoransky went to the Pelicans. For, um, for Lonzo. 
For Lonzo, right, 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 right. Yeah. So Sandoransky went to the Pelicans for Lonzo. Um, Charlotte, did Charlotte make any other big moves? Oh, they signed Kelly Oubre. And I think that's it for Charlotte. Oh, and if Smith talked about that. Uh, any thoughts? I mean, it, like similar to Davion Mitchell getting drafted to Sacramento. Shout out to him, by the way. Great first summer league game. Yeah. Uh, like of all the places Ish Smith could have went, this is the last place I want yeah. him to go. And what's crazy is like, I'm confident that Ish Smith is going to overtake somebody's spot. Mm-hmm. Because he's that good. Like, he's he's a guy who, the way he plays, you have no choice but to put him out there with a bench lineup. And he outworks. He outworks everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And and I, I just think, like, Charlotte is Charlotte has spent this offseason, like, sort of upgrading their guard play, which mm-hmm. was the strongest aspect of the team last year. Yeah. They signed... One of the best scoring guards in the draft. They lose their best scoring guard, but then they pick up yes. Smith. I, I'm, so. It's just I'm watching the plan, and like like Cody Zeller is not enough. And he's gone, and he's gone, and he's actually like he's not a scrub. No, he's not a scrub. No. And I'm watching him, and I'm like, yo, he can't be like the the go to big, and then Biombo is subbing in for him who's got literally zero IQ right or uh, then they brought in like a rookie right uh, yeah they've they've done like Ray. I remember Hernan they would just throw out Hernan Gomez when their front court was playing bad a lot of the time right so who's not really a center but they play him at center so I just I don't know man they like they did the opposite of DC they just made moves but there's no, I don't know the direction. Yeah, me either. Me either. They downgraded to me, but they moved as if they're like upgrading, or like the strongest aspect of the team. I just, I don't get why. Also, getting Kelly Oubre when, you know, I would argue they're two most consistent players is Bridges and Washington, which play Oubre's position. So exactly, this team. I could already picture them going like three guards and two wings. Yeah. Just playing like ultra small ball. Maybe it works. I mean, I like how they played last year. Two guards and four, I mean, three forwards. Right. Yeah, they did that sometimes too. PJ Washington would play the as the big in the game. So, but that that's what like I'm I'm skeptical about the moves. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too concerned with them like being awful. Because their yeah. chemistry, their roster was not a good fit on paper last year. No, it wasn't. But the chemistry was great. The chemistry was great, and I think that maybe just some minor coaching adjustments, they could have really made it work. Because I think um, Graham is someone, because he's such a good shooter, uh, and because Ball has such a good height, they could have made that combination work well at times you know because they didn't neither one of them had to play point guard no one on the team has to play point guard they really didn't have a true point guard on the team but they had guys who you know preferably 
liked to play the one. Yeah. But um, they had room to fiddle around with the two guard lineups more than they did last year. Yeah, and I guess the bottom line with them mm-hmm. is uh, you mentioned Ball. I think they're the the way the team looks next year is based off of how Lamelo improves. Yeah, if he could finally start playing thirty minutes a night. Uh-huh. And like be consistent enough, games. right? Mm-hmm. Be consistent enough to be out there for more than you know stretches. Yep. I th- I think this team is gonna get better. I do too. Even with their limitations. Yeah, me too. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to PJ Washington. Hope he's okay. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the Heat. The Heat made some huge, huge moves. Obviously, they got Kyle Lowry, which we talked about last time they didn't it wasn't official at the time but um now apparently apparently they're being investigated investigated for potentially uh tampering tampering yeah yeah and the lonzo move has also been investigated yeah the lonzo move i'd be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if this lowry one gets tampering because we already knew just like we reported it before it happened just because everyone else Kind of already knew it was happening, so yeah. Uh, so they got Lowry, they re-signed Robinson and Butler. Um, they got PJ Tucker. Uh, they kept all their young guys, and then they re-signed Oladipo for uh, I want to say two years. I think it was a, just Mark- a year. I think it was just a, a veterans minimum year. Okay, he got a year. Mello. Then they got um. Markeith Morris as well. So what do you think? They resigned Deadman too, I think. Miami's weird to me because they... They lost... Oh, I I meant to say. They lost Dragic and they lost Kendrick Nunn. And I think someone else went to the the Raptors. Where did Dragic go? The Raptors. For Lowry. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot he was part of the trade. Yeah. Uh, Miami, it's tough because, you know, I was a big Miami fan. Like, as far as how they played, mm-hmm. I was one of the, maybe not many or few, but a certain amount of people that didn't think their bubble run was fluke. Yeah. They got into the playoffs, made me look stupid, unfortunately. Precious uh, Achua also went to the Raptors, by the way. Not to cut you off, but... Miami's solid. Miami's weird because, like, I don't take... Like, Lowry is the only impactful move for me. I really don't care that they re-signed Robinson. I don't really Mm -hmm. care about the guards they lost. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't care about Morris. Mm -hmm. Because Miami's one of the... Maybe there's like five total teams that do this well, but they develop guys almost within the organization. Meaning, meaning, like, meaning, next year their backup guard could be uh, Gabe Vincent, the the Nigeria guy. Oh, okay, okay. And, yeah. and like Kendrick Nunn is a guy who came out of nowhere, and they made him look like a good NBA player for a while. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, like Miami to me, with their like fill-in moves just to yeah. make the roster whole, 
Yeah. Is never it's never gonna look like a mess as far as how they fit. Gotcha. Uh huh. So again, Lowry's a huge pickup. I just don't know looking back on that Milwaukee series, I don't know if Lowry would have made enough of a difference for the outcome to change. Okay. Like it really comes does he elevate Jimmy Butler? That's all that's all we need to know. Exactly. That's really where we're taking it anyway. And and I know they they play, you know, pretty similar as far as how physical they are, how all around they could be. Yeah, but the the biggest difference is Lowry's effort is always there. Always. Always there. So so if there's a leadership change, which it should be cuz Lowry's that like great of a character guy. Yeah. I think Miami is going to surprise people again. With being one of the top 2-3 teams in the East. You think that would be a surprise this year? I think them like them handling the first two rounds and maybe playing one of the other top tier Eastern teams. Yeah. And winning, I think a conference finals trip, I think would surprise people. Okay. Okay. But again, like I trust Miami could have, you know, they lost Precious, for example. They yeah. could have some random big man next year coming in and that I've never heard of that looks really good for them. Yeah, and I mean, they did sign Deadman, and he's a good exactly. backup big. He's he, a really good backup. Not big. not many teams could sign uh like a mediocre to below average big man and he comes in and he's one of the better workers on the team. Right. So again, roster moves are have never been an issue for Miami. Never. Mm-hmm. It's crazy it's that they can leadership, you think? Not always. Mm-hmm. But lately, yes. Gotcha. And again, similar to uh, Charlotte put the keys in LaMelo's hands. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. They didn't, I don't think they gave him the keys. He took them. Mm-hmm. And he's not giving them back. So hopefully he shares the keys with Lowry or gets him another set. He he may give them back. He may just give them to Lowry. I, I need that. And, and that's the other thing is like, does that make Jimmy Butler better? Or does that make the things we don't like about him more consistent? Which would really freak me out. Yeah, that's the that's the big question. Uh, let me ask you this: Does Oladipo start or no? I mean, this is a cousin situation to me. I really, I'm just, I hope he plays. Yeah, because they already talked about he's not going to be ready to start the year. Right. They as soon as the injury or he had the surgery, they talked about him potentially missing uh, all of next year. Right. So, I really don't care if he starts or not. I just want him playing. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And healthy. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Where do you want to go next? You want to go uh, to Lakers? We mentioned, no, we mentioned the Pelicans. I think they made some interesting moves. Oh, yeah, they did. We talked about the um, Bledsoe trade last time. Right. Bledsoe and Adams for Valachunas. They picked up Devontae Graham. Right. Mm-hmm. Huge and, pick. Uh, and Sandoransky. 
and Garrett Temple, I think. And what else did they get? I'm missing one. I'm missing something else they did. Um, maybe not. I'm not sure, but I, I really like that they um, they looked at what happened last year, and obviously Stan Van Gundy had to go. Yep. Um, nice but, quick move, too. Right. But the guard play wasn't good enough. Right. Cause and, and, and maybe it was just clearly a bad fit. Yeah. yeah if yeah, they didn't I mean, think it was good enough, it was obvious that it wasn't the right fit. I'm just I'm happy they got competitors who who are like hungry to play well and hungry to make the team better. Because mm-hmm. I I really didn't see that. Like Lonzo, last year was the first time I ever looked at Lonzo as a potentially low IQ player. Yeah, and even when he sucked on the Lakers, I didn't think that. Right. I thought all his problems were just like kind of softness and a lack of aggression. Mm-hmm. It was never like an IQ issue, right? And last year, again, I think a lot of it was Stan Van Gundy and just how the team just gave up. Yep. But all the guards looked really low IQ. Yeah, they did. They did so again? You change the coaching because obviously that had to change, mm-hmm. and now you made moves. To again, there's no real question about the fit, right? And they got younger, a little right. bit, right? Yeah. So I think again, this is a team that's moving as Zion goes, as Ingram goes, and those guys have been getting better. This this is what you do as a good team. You just kind of fill out the roster to help those guys get even better. Yeah, they got a lot of Carolina guys on that team now. Getting Graham, Graham and uh, Ingram. Uh, I definitely think they will this year. Right. Right. <laughs> and that was 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, and I didn't mention uh, uh, the Hornets losing Malik Monk earlier either. Let's get to it, man. Let's. <laughs> this the Lakers roster. It's it's stacked, but it's in, it's in a weird way, right? It's not like this isn't the Warriors team when they got Cousins. And Durant, this is like a, um, like there's no, no, it's it's not. It's they don't really have any weak weak links on the team this year so far, at least based off these pickups. They got guys that aren't, you know, maybe they're fading in their career, but they have all guys that seem like they're available to get on the court and compete. As far as uh. I mean, now, at least. Fourth. (laughs) What do you mean? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, but but before Alonso, I thought they drafted pretty well. Right, yeah, right. You're right. Right, and, and that's the thing. They've never been a great rookie... Uh, development team never mm-hmm. me too yeah Best GM in the league. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, the thing is, he's never had this much money to work with. Cleveland, they didn't have enough money. After Kyrie and Love, they just couldn't afford anybody else. I know, yeah. But but in the Cleveland defense, think about the guys he brought there just on paper not how they played but think about on paper the guys he brought there he brought Darren Williams there Derrick Rose D. Wade um, he got Crowder and IT there for Kyrie Uh, he had Richard Jefferson there Um, I feel like he brought a big there maybe not but on paper that's, that's crazy all those moves are really crazy that's all I'm saying. On paper. They didn't play it good, but uh, you would think. Yeah. Yeah, right. Have a problem with fit? I know, and we've been, me and you have been championing him for a while, saying he's better than how the Hornets are using. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he he tries. I mean, he he gives effort. Yeah, he's not gonna go out there and just get worked. But yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right. And then um, Ariza is another guy. He knows his role everywhere he goes. He's in, in the point of his career where he's just comfortable with his role. <laughs> Me too, man. I thought I really thought Melo would give his loyalty to Portland now because they took a chance on him and everything. <laughs> Yeah, his career was in it, and Portland's franchise was in it. So it was a great match. <laughs> well, I... Ah, see, you made a good point. Because my thing is, maybe he knows something we don't know about Damien. So he said, well, I might as well, I might as well leave. So, no, I, I'm saying maybe he knows where if Damien is coming back or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, right, right. Yeah, because there's always somebody younger. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put together McClung and Caruso. That's funny. Just go ahead. McClung is getting a lob this season from LeBron at least once. Maybe more than once. Huh? A lob is coming for sure. It, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe LeBron to get the steal and McClung will follow. Maybe LeBron will toss it up. I don't know. Yeah. Or he's not passing the ball. Mm-hmm. He's going to get exposed on defense, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really bad exposed, yeah. Yep. No, no, not at all. I tell you what, if there is one thing that LeBron has done his whole career is make young guards look great. He made Mario Chalmers look great. He made Norris Cole look great. Um, Booby Gibson he made look really good. As soon as LeBron left, he was gone. As soon as LeBron left, Chalmers, Cole, gone. 
Uh, he made Caruso look great. We'll see what Caruso does for the Bulls, but he made Caruso look great. Uh, he did, yeah, yeah. So if there's one thing he does well, and again, I I said I've been saying this for years. This is one reason why him and Lonzo worked at times was because you don't have to play on the ball. You don't have to be a point guard with LeBron on the court. They were, yeah. The chemistry was looking good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, Lakers look great. Um... When Melo hits that first three and uh, L.A. is going to go crazy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm. I would be surprised, but it's possible. Right, yeah. Well, one one reason why, too, is because they had... Lakers have rebounders that don't need to take shots. They don't need the ball to take shots. Yeah, and they got Dwight back. Yeah, really, really good pickup. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot I'll give a hot take. This is probably the most the most good players LeBron has ever had on his team. It's not the best players, but the most good players. This is probably his his best team, honestly. On paper. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because, yeah, well, I, I think one thing is with LeBron, there was a difference between LeBron and Kobe with how you, you approach. Because with LeBron, you say, okay, LeBron is still the best player in the league. We have about four years left. We need to win as much as possible. So, like, the, there's a hourglass running on LeBron's career, you know? With Kobe... They were like, all right, we're just going to... Kobe is done as far as championships, which was like his last three years probably. Um, yeah. So they, they said, well, we need to start planning for the future. And that's where it was like a rebuild with Kobe still on the roster. This time it's like, yo, we need to win now, win now. So that's obviously that's the moves they made. I'm I'm really really excited for Malik Monk. I don't want Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn out there at the same time. Uh, 
Yeah, he does. LeBron made Taylor Horton Tucker look good too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this I don't know. I don't know. Right. Um who's who starts with the two for you? Wesley Matthews It's about the same as Wesley Matthews Yeah Yeah Yeah, he has. He has. Mm hmm. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, I don't know. Just not play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still have Jared Dudley, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Assistant coach. First, first off the bench. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Mm I think uh, maybe starting Bazemore could be an option, because Bazemore he could play the two a little bit, but they lose the shooting obviously. Because I saw him last year, he didn't have he didn't have it. He is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He is. He is. Okay, moving on from the Lakers. Uh, let's see who else. Who else has made anything? The Nuggets basically kept everybody they had. They signed Jeff Green. That's really the only difference. Uh, Pacers signed Tory Craig. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm hmm.
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's talk about a few more small ones. Uh, Warriors signed Otto Porter. They uh, signed Iguodala, and they signed Bialica. And then, obviously, Steph got the $215 million contract. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. First ever to sign two $200 million contracts. Yeah, you got it. I mean, that's an easy one. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Well, Under Armour made something specifically for him. Because you notice it changed after he got the Under Armour deal. He started wearing those those weird braces, those real high ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's one of the easiest contracts to offer, right? Yeah. He is. He is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, does Auto Porter do anything for him to you? You like it? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mhm. Yep. And Otto hits the threes that Ubre was missing. Yeah, for sure. And No. And Otto, you know, Otto mixes it up very well, too, because, I mean, in college, he was like a center power forward at times. And he's someone his, yeah, his short-range jumper, his mid-range jumper is nice. He's going to get in and get those. If his shot's not falling, he's going to get a jump shot from somewhere else. Ubre, if his three's not falling, it's just not falling for, like, weeks. I know. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> right. And we don't know if the big man will ever be... Uh, if Wiseman... We don't know if he's going to get healthy or not. Because I, I still don't know if he's healthy now. In and out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also think that with Clay healthy, I think Wiggins gets better. If they keep Wiggins, I know that's still up in the air. But I think Clay getting better definitely makes Wiggins better. Because Wiggins, he's still struggling to get that his mid-range off. But with someone not being able to help out the corner, not being able to leave the corner, is gonna is definitely going to open it up for him to get those little baseline drives. So... Uh. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mhm. Right, and you know, you never need the pool and Steph on the court at the same time thing, because that was ugly too. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And and they picked up um, two. You know, it looks like pretty solid rookies as well. Um, Kaminga early, he's kind of a stretch for, and then uh, Moody, which I mean, he's looks he's looked great. So I I, I like their uh, they drafted well too. So more young guys lost Ubre. They traded Pascal f- for a pick, I believe. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, he did. Yep. Well, let's talk about that. The Jazz. The Jazz picked up Pascal. They picked up Rudy Gay. They picked up Hassan Whiteside. Uh, I think that... Resign Conley. Yep. And that's it, I believe. Uh, I like all those moves. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I like them. How they use them. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still have to gonna play he's still gonna have to play hero with this team. Yeah. 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 Yeah, me too. 
off the bench. Yeah. Yep. And he Ingles never feeds somebody when they're hot. No matter how hot Donovan is. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He's another guy either only shoots or only shoots bad shots or every time he touches it and he's open, he takes it. So it's like one or the other. Yeah. 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 Yep, I agree. Yep. Or he's in foul trouble. Now you have someone else who can catch alley-oops, who can, you know, challenge shots. Because I, I think Whiteside does better when he doesn't have to challenge shots for, you know, 30 minutes. If he goes in there for 10 minutes and, you know, he can use some fouls, that's better than hopefully he gives more effort. I'll say that. I'll just say hopefully because I'm not very hopeful. But um, they also uh, fixed the kneeing problem that we've had uh, with Pascal and Rudy Gay. They both kind of play the stretch four, so... I know, but it, also the role they wanted him to be. Because their starting lineup has the Ingles and Bogdanovich who, you know, are like de facto fours who are able to do the dribble handoffs, who are able to hit open shots, who are able to facilitate the offense. And now you have uh, Rudy who can do that. You have Pascal who can hit an open shot. Nice um, inside-out game. Uh, who can do the dribble handoffs comfortably? Comfortably, who's done it with the Warriors? So, yeah, definitely. I, I think um, I think all of them are definitely upgrades because their bench was sorry, obviously. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, they still don't have a backup point guard. <laughs> still. Uh, with these moves, they still didn't get one. Because who was it last year? Clarkson? Like, played point guard for them? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. What if they got a uh, shooter? What do you think? You like it or not? Nah? 
they can't they can't afford them but it would be interesting of all the teams that you know are still up in the air yeah we would have been yeah yep Yeah, let's get shots off. He controls the tempo very well. Okay, let's go to the Nets. Big moves. Uh, I don't think we talked about Bruce Brown. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we did. Patty Mills? That's... No? Hmm. Well, they're, they've are they they've made nice moves this offseason. I mean, getting Blake back. I don't know if we talked... I think we talked about that, too. Um... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, they do. Yep. Yep. Yeah, me too. Right. And that's the, I think that's going to be the biggest thing this season. I think because the playoffs happened how it did, I think it's going to be really a big hit on their chemistry. Because I I think Durant will get to the point where it's like, yo, didn't you watch last year? Just, no, I'm I'm serious. Bro, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I think that's possible. I, I think... I think Durant is gonna. I think Durant may have trust issues going into this next season for the rest of the roster, so hopefully he can trust Kyrie and Harden, and Patty Mills if they get him, and Blake, and just you know say like you know these are all basketball players. I don't need to take twenty five shots, or you know twenty shots even. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I don't think that's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Only a positive, yeah. Especially since they lose Sham, who they weren't using. 
So. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about the uh, team who had the best offseason in the entire league. Oh, man. The New York Knicks. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? They re-signed Z-Rose, re-signed Julius Randle. They re-signed everybody, right? I don't think they lost anybody. Oh, Bullock. They lost Bullock. Big loss. Sneaky big loss. But the Mavericks... I believe the Mavericks. Let me confirm. Yeah, the Mavericks. Mavericks signed Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock. And they kept everybody too, other than Josh Richardson, obviously. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we'll really see. Uh, we'll probably have more to say about them. I agree. All right. The Knicks added Kimball Walker. Finally. Finally brought him home, man. Uh, Evan Fournier. And just everybody else that they had, I believe. Burks is back. Nerlens Well is back. Taj Gibson is back. I think... Every, Yeah, Rose, Kimba, and Fournier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not either. They also had a lot of a lot of draft picks. Four draft picks, I think. So I mean. Yeah, but they're. I'm. I'm just saying they're not looking for a, a. Not you know they know they're not contending, so. Mhm. Yeah. Like kind of the the second to last Carmelo year, where like, you know, towards the end of the year Carmelo was like leading the league in scoring, but the team was still competitive even though we were catching L's every night. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. It is. Mhm. Yeah, it could. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he is a good first step. I I like getting Fournier too. He's been a really good career scorer. Um, yeah. And those stretches when R.J. Barrett doesn't exist. And. Yeah, and then now we're going to have Mitchell Robinson back who was playing great before he got injured. I mean, I, the league didn't talk about him enough. I thought he was playing fantastic before he got injured. He was one of the best shot blockers in the league for a little while. And then... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, good point. Because Robinson was a defensive force for a while, and then he went out, and Noel obviously was most improved candidate. Uh, Then um, in the draft, we got (laughs) Jericho Sims, who's obviously another crazy strong big man shot blocker obviously a dunker everyone's seen him hit his head on the rim by now and Quentin Grimes who was a you know pretty good player at uh Houston and Kansas um I like it man I I like their offseason a lot as a Knicks fan um it's definitely a step in the right direction I don't think any of the moves are negative because we didn't really make a lot uh Losing Bullock was tough, but I'd take Fournier over Bullock. I'd take Fournier over Bullock anyway. I would. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Right, of course. The East is going to be competitive, man. I think the Raptors are still going to be pretty good with um, Dragic. Uh, um, I think, yeah, we got the Bulls, we got the Knicks, we got the Wizards. I don't know how Charlotte is going to be without Monk or Graham. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Um, the Pistons made some more moves. Did we talk about them getting Olenek, Lyles, and Corey Joseph? Yeah. 
Yeah, they made some sneaky moves. Uh, yeah. Me either. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think so, too. Yeah, I think their rosters... Right. Right. Yep. I, I could too. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Nice like you said, they had a nice draft. Uh obviously Olenic is Olenic's not really a negative, especially how depending on how much you use him. But he's not really a negative. And then you got the guys coming back. I think Corey Joseph was a good pickup because their guard is so injury prone at the moment. But uh, it, uh, other than that, I'm uh, I'm excited for them too. No, it's not. Yeah. They are. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, me either. Me either. Hopefully he gets better. One more thing, uh, there's some, there's been some trades from the draft picks that we haven't been able to cover, like Jared Butler from um, Baylor, he got traded to the Jazz, uh, BJ Boston from Kentucky, he got traded to the Clippers, um, I'm just looking at the names that I recognize, me too, we, we Exactly. And he's already played with the Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. I I noticed that and I was like, wow, that's actually a great move for the Jazz. Uh Jason Preston traded to the Clippers from the Magic. That's the kid from Ohio with the, uh, you know, didn't get any 
looks in high school went away for a year and all of a sudden he was averaging like 40 points a game or whatever you didn't hear that story the the success story I don't know that's cool uh like I said Quentin Grimes got traded to the Knicks um Keon Johnson got traded to the Clippers I got no one else really high Butler is probably the biggest name that got traded so yeah Okay. Do we talk about every team? Oh yeah, that's right. They picked up Niang and Drummond. Yep. Yep, resigned Danny Green, resigned Corkmas. Um Yeah. Yeah, cuz the team the team was there. It wasn't like the team wasn't complete. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. It, like you said, because of the coach, it is going to have to be Ben. But, um, yeah, the way the team is, either one, because you're going to get something for them, right? You're going to get two all-star caliber guys or at least an all-star, you know, something like that for either one of these guys. So, yeah. I think they bounce back either way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, they genuinely like Dame. They just can't help him. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yep. And the thing is, Philly is Doc's fault, but it's also Philly's fault because I think that last year the writing was on the wall that one of them needed to get moved. And now they kind of I feel like they stretched it a little bit. Like they tried to stretch as far as they could. They got Doc. They tried to make it work. Like maybe we just need a new coach. But now it's, I mean, obviously the chemistry is destroyed now. Yeah.
since both of them play better when one of them is injured. Like, either one of them will play better when the other is injured. Like, Ben Simmons looks like LeBron when Embiid's not there, and then when Ben isn't there, Embiid looks like Hakeem. So it's like, obviously the two together end up losing games. So something's not right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel bad for Ben because it's late now in the offseason and a lot of teams have made their moves. You know, they've made their point guard additions. You know, we talked about maybe the Jazz. They signed Conley now. Um, the Raptors made their move. I, I don't see them making another trade to get Ben. That was one of the options. That's the one we thought was the best option. Um, you know, and some of these other teams that could trade for him, I think I saw... Maybe DeJounte Murray, uh, Lonnie Walker, and somebody else for him. But then but then they lost they already lost to Rosen, so what's the point for you know Ben Ben is gonna go to a team that sucks, basically. Because all these other teams are filled out and the teams that aren't will have to lose everything for him. So, you know. Mhm. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh No, I don't think I Well, maybe. I do. I do. I think he'll play. I think it's going to make Yeah But remember They said the same thing about Harden And Harden started the year out playing But Harden said that about them And they Yeah. Yeah. If he goes to this current Warriors team, what do you what do you think? If the the trade that they're trying to do happens, if it's uh, what it's Wiggins, it's like two picks, Wiggins, Looney, and two picks or something like that. 
I, I know I think they might have wanted Wiseman, but they can't give up Wiseman now. So. Yeah. And only him. That's the other issue. If you give me, if you, I mean, if you give me him and I don't, you know, Maxi, that's different. At least someone like that. I was, I was trying to remember who else on the bench. Shake. Creative. Yeah. What about like uh um who else is who do the Rockets have now? I was thinking Wall and maybe two of the other Rockets, something like that. And then the Rockets would have been um Porter and Jalen Green, Tice and Wood going into the next season. I like that. I like how that sounds. Uh but It's going to be tough regardless. Yeah. Magic have nothing. I like I've I went through all the teams. I don't see any team that has a viable trade option for him at this point. I really don't. The Kings, I'm not trading Fox. Like there's no one in the league I think I would trade Fox for unless you give me like Lillard. You know, I'd, he'd have to it'd have to be a top five point guard at this point. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It have to, like I said, it had to be someone at least arguably top five, because I think they probably feel Fox is top seven. So I'm not gonna trade anything lower than that. Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, we we didn't even mention uh, them getting Drummond. I think that's a huge pickup. I mean, we didn't talk about it. No, you think he's gonna get minutes? I mean, more minutes than Dwight. Yeah, but. Uh. No, not Vogel, not Vogel. It just it was just wasn't a good fit. It wasn't a good fit at all. I because they wanted something that Drummond is not. No, they wanted Drummond to make they. You saw them try to get Drummond to make post moves. You saw it. That's not his game. But that <laughs> that's not his game. That's what, that's what I'm saying. They wanted something that he's that he's clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. Yeah. Right. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I said. It's a huge downfall. And it, I mean, and him and him embracing the downfalls is the biggest issue. Like I'm not going to the gym to dap and beat up. If I'm, if I was a starter and I'm a backup, that video of him going and back dap him up. I was like, wow, you saw it, right? That's like, oh wow. He really is embracing that he's trash. It's beyond question for me. <laughs> no, the question's been answered. It's officially been answered. Him dapping and beat up, the question has been answered for me. Yeah, for sure. All right, um, let's see. Hawk signed Gorgie Jang. That's cool. I'm just going to go through these small ones. Um... Raptors wave Aaron Baines. Nice. Celtics sign cancer. Cool. Bucks got Rodney Hood, George Hill, and um who's the other one? They they got Simi Ojale. They got Bobby Portis back. Yeah. Yep, yep. And losing losing PJ was interesting. <laughs> His whole uh, "we got dogs" speech sounds really whack now. Now that you just leave the team. Oh sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, Justice Winslow signs to the Clippers. Reggie Jackson resigned. Kawhi is in talks of resigning. It's not official yet, but he was also in talks of going to the Lakers. So until he signs, I'm not even I'm not even gonna uh talk about it. Um Doug McDermott and Zach Collins to the Spurs. JaVale McGee to the Suns. I like that. Uh 
he's his contract isn't garbage. He got forty two million, three years. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he's getting forty two for three years and Bobby Portis just won a championship, led the team to a championship and only gets nine nine million. I don't know what Bobby Portis was thinking about. I know he likes Milwaukee and, you know, he played well, but he can play well everywhere. He played well for the Knicks. I mean, if you could play well for the Knicks, you could play well for any team. And you just won a championship. Stock is at an all-time high. You take that low. You let them just disrespect you like that? It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, me either. I think I think um, Collins was just kind of playing a uh, power game because I don't think he ever had any intention of leaving. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. They re-signed Lou as well. Uh, and like I said, they got Gorgie Jang, which is really good pickup since Okongu is going to be out probably for the season. Um, and Gorgie Jang is a really good back- backup. Yeah. Right, right. Really, he's been a good shot blocker since college. Um, He's as a... Yeah, I was going to say, he's had a really improved jump shot. Yeah. Yep. So, I like that, too. And uh, they, you know, obviously, they had a pretty good draft as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have any more to talk about as far as those go. Um, waiting for Ben, we talked about. So, you asking my opinion? Yes, for 100%. I don't think Carmelo would have left if he didn't know that Dame was leaving. That, that's what I believe. And the thing is, bro, the only move you make is getting Cody Zeller and Ben McLemore. I just told you the team is not championship worthy. So you break the bank on Norman Powell. You lose a Hall of Famer named Carmelo Anthony. And you sign Ben McLemore and Cody Zeller. That's how you improve the roster after I just said publicly to the news that we don't have a championship team, that's what you do? What? (laughs) I mean, he hasn't publicly said that that was an issue. I'm saying just the issues for Dame. But 
for us right right Nurkic he's clearly a backup to me based off how he's been playing absolutely yeah yeah what trying to get him you mean trade for him oh yeah it would it would yeah yeah I really wanted the Dame and CJ thing to work out I wanted people to be proven wrong who said that they couldn't work together I wanted that really badly for them but it's over there's if he doesn't get traded I mean I hope he doesn't get traded for Ben because I don't want him to go to the 76ers uh they'd have to give a lot though more than just Ben obviously because the thing is and this is my issue with Embiid that I've noticed you're never going to get the full of anybody as long as Embiid is out there like you don't get the full strength you don't even get the full repertoire of Seth Curry with Embiid out there yeah no Yeah. The thing is, it's like a, it's one of those like pickup game kind of things. If I was playing in a pickup game, I'd probably pick Embiid first. But if I was starting a franchise, I'd pick Jokic first. You know, it's like two different things. For any given night, I think I might pick Embiid, but not for my, not for 82 games. I'd rather have Jokic. So it's one of those. And they're close, though, obviously. Two MVP candidates this year. Okay, um, congratulations to Team USA for uh, all the stuff we've won, but uh, mainly for the basketball, because that's what we've been talking about. Um, <laughs> they did not silence the doubters, by the way. Like, <laughs> they played. they played good. They got it done. I shouldn't say they played good. They got the job done. <laughs> they got the job done. Great. We got gold medals. But everything we've had, every issue we've had with them for the whole Olympics was the same, even in the last game. But um, I'm just champion them for now. Uh, if you want to break down the game, we can. But You're right. He got it done for us. He did what he had to do. Yeah. He did. Yep. Yeah.
Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Not making shots and not playing good aren't the same thing. Right. Mhm. Yep. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we... We did a pretty good job of forcing, making them take tougher shots than they had been taking. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Mhm. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Mhm. Mm and actually to refute most people's points about this team uh, the fact that we can play like hot garbage and still win the gold tells me that the world is not catching up to us. Like, it's not like, you know, we, uh, 
Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mhm. Yeah, a lot of these teams have really good starting vibes for the, for the Olympics, not for the NBA, but yeah, for the Olympics. That's the part I have yet to understand in KD's like 12 years in the league. I still don't understand. Right. Right. Yep. Dame hit a few shots in the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He sees the floor very well normally. I know. I hate when <laughs> I hate when Draymond has it up court and is like directing people. If Rudy hit, like, three free throws, I mean, you know. It would have been a completely different story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Right. I don't think if we go again playing like this, regardless of who we take, I don't think we come out with the gold. Like if we play like this again for the whole time, no way. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see. Right, I gotcha. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Right? Right. Right. Nobody. Yeah. He did. Yep. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't. And guys got him open. I mean, he didn't take any bad shots. I don't think Kobe, the whole Olympics, took a bad shot. And, and yeah, because I mean, there's there's shots that for uh, yeah for um, what's the Keldon Johnson would be a terrible shot, but for Kobe's like oh Kobe's gonna make that eight out of ten times. That's a great shot, you know. But and he didn't take any of like yo Kobe what was that he never takes any of those really no one on the team had to that was my biggest issue with this game compared to other games I mean compared to past uh, Team USA moments the last two Team USA's I don't remember guys ever really have to having to take a bad shot yeah maybe you had to take a tough shot because of shot clock or something like that but bad shot no never. And here we were struggling to get a good shot. In entire Olympics. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mhm. Mm 
Right. Right. I think Zach probably Zach definitely did, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I I'll say I think Drew when he came and stepped in, I think he made the biggest like positive impact with how he already played. Like he was Right. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying there's other guys who tried to play how they already played and it looked bad. Drew's the only one who stepped in. All right, I know what I came here to do. I'm going to do what I do best and then it worked. So. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yep, Grant looked weak. Bam's flaws were like so obvious over this uh, stretch. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When there's no one who can touch where he can touch on the back on the basket. Nope. As quick and strong as he is, nope. Or Grant. Yeah. When he, when it seems like he has the game that's the easiest to, yo, just we just need to get Damian open. That's it. And they, yeah, because he played the guard on a team full of stacked guys. I'll, I'll tell you this, and this is from experience. Uh, obviously, I'm not as good as Damian Lillard. I never will be. But certain certain guys, like, I always had a hard time playing, like, all-star games. Like, I, I made a few all-star teams, believe it or not. But I always had a hard time because coming from being, like, the main scorer on your team to being the, you know, part of the team, everyone's the main scorer on their team. You know what I'm saying? So I, I noticed that in Damien at times. But the thing is, <laughs> we weren't coaching, we weren't being coached to win gold medals, right? In my little all-star game, they're being coached as if they're a team because we're, we're taking a team. So it's like, I don't know why the strategy was like, yo, Damien, I know you can drop 60 points any given night, but tonight we just need 10 assists. We don't need anything else. And then Damian was making passes at times. He should have been aggressive. 
he didn't use his range. He used his range like twice the whole Olympics. Like, and it wasn't good shots. It was like, you know, shot clock running down. Oh, Damien's wide open 30 feet from the basket. Hit that. Right. I would agree. Or better. I think Popovich was trying to force Bam to play better than who he is. Bam had the ball way too much. And I'm talking about the whole Olympics, not just this game. Bam had the ball like for so early in the shot clock and then we're trying to move around with Bam holding the ball, you know, on the elbow. It just it didn't look good at all. It did not. But I, I agree, man. I don't know. I, it it shouldn't be that hard to acclimate someone like that who's such a great catch and shoot shooter. It should be pass, cut, let's get him open right away. But Nope. Yeah, they were. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Just sp- just get go bear out of the paint. That's it. Yep. And then you have a disadvantage on the break. Yeah. I I didn't see them really exploit any mismatches. It was just like Durant, who's a mismatch for everybody, but they didn't really attack mismatches much, period. I know, right. They're ISO in the like the good matchups. Mm-hmm. I agree and it can't like, you know, to your point, um, it's hard to blame it all on Popovich because the Kerr and Jay Wright were also there. Um, there's there was another coach there. I don't remember. Sorry, I just don't remember who it was. But you know they had a bunch of coaching minds there, a bunch of guys who know basketball really well. Is just maybe that 
chemistry was off. Maybe the coaching staff chemistry was off. Because I saw at times, you know, other guys had the clipboard and Popovich was laying back watching, you know, seeing what we're doing. And it just, I just didn't feel, I never felt like a, yeah, exactly. I never felt the impact of the coaches. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I agree. They kind of strapped Fournier. Yep. That's all right, Fournier. Save it for the Knicks, baby. Save your energy. We need it. No. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right? Nope. They caught him with those pump fakes like four times. Yeah. They know he's bouncy. They know he wants to jump. He wants to dunk. He wants to block everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You just weren't playing good D. Right. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Me either. Me either. Right. Congrats to Team USA. Congrats to all our uh, track winners as well. Uh, caught a couple of track winners. And, you know, I, I know we have international listeners, but I'm only going to congratulate the uh, USA people because I know them at the moment. I'll congratulate you guys next podcast. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yep. All right. Uh, do we have any other sports to talk about? What? Yeah. 
He hit a big shot. One big three. And they're all stars. I know, man. I don't know how he makes the France team. I really don't. I did. Yep. Good old Frank. Hey, we got Kemba this year. (laughs) Hopefully we don't even see him on the court. But well, I my the point I'm making is now the Knicks ha- are beyond his, like exactly, yeah, yeah. Because I'm saying maybe two years ago, maybe he didn't belong on the court, but the Knicks weren't much better than him. Now we're up here now, and like you know, we've leveled up past him, past his trashness. Yeah, he kind of came out with some energy. You know, he showed his length a lot as a rookie. You know, they thought he was going to be kind of like Schroeder. But, no, he's none of that. He looks younger, too, by the way. Like, immature way. Mm Mm-hmm. Find the next one. Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the the kind of balding one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. You're, sp- you're supposed to hit open shots. That's what every professional basketball player can do. Yeah. Right. France looked like they didn't think we were going to make adjustments from the last game. Yeah. He did, yeah. He did. Yep, I agree. I agree. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, give me your top three destinations for the three guys that will likely be moved. So that's Damien, it's Ben, and 
We'll go with Schroeder. Give me your top three places for each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, we agree on that one. Exactly. Okay. Regardless of the package. Yeah. Yep. Yep, okay. We agree on that one too. And Dame. It's harder for Dame, isn't it? If if they keep keep the big two, okay. Just either one of them, you're saying, okay. Right, right. <laughs> They'd walk. I agree. Toronto? Okay. Okay. Um, I think I would agree with that. Um, I wasn't sure about uh, my third one for Dame. Um, I like Toronto. I like Toronto as well, I think. Uh, I know the Wizards couldn't make it work, but that was my third one. If somehow, obviously, it would be nearly impossible at this point. But if they got him somehow, I think they they would be crazy. Obviously, yeah, but yeah, but we have a starting point guard. I mean, Dinwiddie isn't really. You mean he's starter caliber, but he's not a starting point guard. So you guys could still get another point guard. But I think you guys paid him starter money. So that's the issue. All right. Um, you want to uh, you want to do the movie now or you want to do it next time? We're We're pretty long at this point. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh. So that was our free agency recap. Um, we'll be back because we do believe uh, one of these guys at least will have a new home next. So we'll talk about that. Definitely going to get into football soon. You don't think any of these guys are going to get traded? Oh, yeah. Schroeder's going somewhere. Yeah. Do you think uh well you you think Ben's going to either move or sit out? Ben doesn't finish the year at 76er. Right. Okay. But you think he'll start the year at 76er? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I mean, oh, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like teams really care about it, about the sitting out. I used to think teams cared about that, like, before they got somebody after they just sat out, but obviously they don't anymore. Because, like, two of the top ten players in the league have done it. So, uh, let's see who... Um, do you think John Wall's going to get traded? I feel like if he hasn't yet, he's not going to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's tough not seeing him again because you know we saw him very limitedly last year. Uh, I'd have to like see the shape he's in now, what his speed looks like, what his defense, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening as always. Subscribe. Uh, tune in next time. Uh, we'll get into some movies and definitely some music because we definitely don't have basketball. Much more basketball to talk about. So. Yep, yep. Football coming up. We doing a fantasy league this year for football? We talk about it every year and we haven't done it. It's coming about that time. <laughs> I got you. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening and later. <laughs>